Welcome back. Once again, the ABC of Michigan podcast now called Merit Shop Pod. Thanks for joining us. I am Jeff Wiggins, your state director for the Associated Builders and Contractors, joined today for the first time ever by Brianna George, deputy director of ABC of Michigan. Thank you for joining me, Brianna. Thank you for having me. All right. We are deep within the uh, bowels of a hidden bunker here in beautiful downtown Lansing for our second episode of the Merit Shop Pod, but uh, one of many episodes we've done of a podcast here. And um, the topic we're going to be covering today is something that uh, happens every year in the beginning of March in the construction industry that highlights women in construction. Um, obviously, we deal with some stereotypes, some um, old adages, some things that um, aren't necessarily true these days in the construction industry, and sometimes we have to break them down, whether it's um, the fact that this is a second-rate job or low pay or, or that this is uh, industry only for men. And I think over the past couple of years, uh, absolutely the past couple of years, but over, over time we've seen uh, that that's not necessarily the case. And, and I know, Brianna, you've done some things at some of our chapters around the state uh, that working with some of those women in construction. Yeah, I have. Uh, last year, I got to participate in a women build event uh, with the Greater Michigan chapter. And uh, that was a really cool experience to do with the staff at um, the Greater Michigan chapter. And we uh, unfortunately, it was a rainy day, so we built inside, but we built two um, real cool playhouses for kids um, through Habitat for Humanity. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's some of the things that uh, you'll see some of the chapters across the country with ABC do uh, uh, volunteer work. Uh, you know, some of these uh, charitable organizations uh, helping build our communities. And that's something we're very proud of. But uh, we'll take you to an interview real quick before we get to our interview here on the podcast uh, that I did last week uh, on the Michael Patrick. She I'm sorry, uh, on Michigan's Big Show starring Michael Patrick Shields, where we talked women in construction. And I shared with uh, MPS exactly uh, how this is unfolding in our industry today and, and how good of a thing it can be. Jeff Wiggins is the state director of the Associated Builders and Contractors of Michigan. And in fact, it's even an interesting week in the construction world. And for a reason that might surprise you. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me, sir. And may I say congratulations on your uh, award last night. I'm not surprised with the great work product you guys do there, but uh, congratulations nonetheless. Thank you very much. The Michigan Association of Broadcasters Network uh, Personality of the Year. And there are two reasons that that could possibly happen and it is the guests and the producer tony cuthbert so thank you and thank you and uh just appreciate that very much i mentioned that it's a big week uh, in the construction world for a reason that might surprise people and that maybe is a sexist comment on my part no no absolutely no this is a big week we uh, every every the first week of march every single year the construction industry has women in construction week it's it's one of those things where it's it's one of the stigmas that we deal with in our industry, whether it's, uh, you know, we have a lot of stigmas that, you know, doesn't pay well or that it's a second-rate job, but we're smashing all of those stigmas. And the next stigma that we're looking to smash is that it's, uh, it's a field that is dominated by men or can only be done by men. And that is far from the case, and 
We're starting to see that more and more. And uh, this week, we uh, ABC members across the state uh, and across the country, in fact, are holding events and, and celebrating the women who are dominating the construction field and, and is growing by the numbers every day. Well, we uh, all remember, or at least we were taught, or we have heard of Rosie the Riveter uh, back in the war effort, of course. And uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Queen Elizabeth herself used to work in uh, mechanics and uh, fix Jeeps and things like that. And then on that show, Shame, uh, I remember the the daughter was very involved in welding. What kind of jobs are there for women in construction? There is the uh, same jobs that are there for men in construction, Michael Patrick. One of the greatest things that I think uh, one of our affiliations is doing uh, down at our Southeast Michigan chapter, they have a partnership with a group called uh, Women in Welding. And it's specifically dedicated, it's funny you mentioned that, it's specifically dedicated to recruiting more women to get into the field of welding. And you and I have had the conversation before, welding can be one of those professions where you can quickly move up the ladder and make significant money, somewhere up to seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars uh, a year as a welder, if you get the proper training and you put in a good day's work. Aren't these sort of, uh, you know, like the auto industry? We used to think of that way too, or the sports world. These are sort of macho environments, though, aren't they? Well, I think I think a lot of that is changing, and again, that's that's part of the stigma. You got the you got the classic scene from any movie or TV show or the. Uh, construction site and the, you know, big macho guys are catcalling and everything. But you you go to one of our job sites uh, these days, any of our members in the state or across the country, and it is it is a professional environment. It is a team-building environment. Uh, I think people can leave the job at the end of the day knowing they work for uh, a company uh, that is diverse and that can put out a good work product. And everybody's a member of the team and everybody can contribute. And that's what we're seeing more and more. And now joining us live on the phone is uh, somebody who actually participated in a couple events last week for Women in Construction Week, joined by Jen Schottke. She is the Vice President of Operations at the Western Michigan Chapter for Associated Builders and Contractors. Jen, thanks for joining us. Hey, John. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. All right. So, you know, you've been part, uh, you were just part of something, uh, like I said, this past week, you were a speaker at one of these events put on by one of the ABC member, excuse me, ABC members that was a uh, window muller, correct? That's correct. Yeah, I was in Grand Rapids. Yep. Yeah. And so we just, uh, kind of concluded last week, the women in construction week for 2020, uh, in the construction community. And I guess from what you've seen, from what your experience has been, what is the importance significance of this week? Jeff, I think the importance really is about two things. First, awareness to the external public community that women um, are a force in the construction industry and that we are ready to have more young women choose. This is their career pathway. And then it's also an opportunity to celebrate to celebrate the women that are already in the industry, to lift them up, to share their stories um, so that um, they know how much we value them in the workforce. And that also really helps us dispel some of the myths you already mentioned, that women aren't in the trades because we certainly are, or that women aren't running construction companies because we certainly are. 
So while we only make up 10% of the entire workforce, we are a small but mighty percentage uh, looking to grow that. And uh, Women in Construction Week is really just about those two things, awareness and celebration. Now, like I said, you were at uh, you are a featured speaker at the event in Grand Rapids. Oh, maybe walk us through what that's like, what a room looks like in that, in that, because I would assume it's not just all women in the room. I'm, I'm assuming you're supported by uh, male colleagues as well in the construction industry, because I think they, they see this as a, a an important thing and uh, be a, a big factor, um, especially at a time when, uh, you know, our, our workforce is looking for the best and the brightest. And if we can smash that stigma, and get more women into the trades, you're, I think you're going to see, uh, you're going to be able to fill those jobs. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll touch on that first. You know, my, my role models in the industry and those have really helped me develop in my career pathway have been male leaders. And so having men in the room when we're celebrating women in the industry and thinking about bringing more women in is critical because those really are those that have the knowledge and the wisdom to be able to build us up and help us um, move through our career pathways. So having male allies is so incredibly important during this week. And I just have to compliment Wendy Muller for first thinking about what they could do. And so their event was called Building Up Women, and they hosted three versions of it uh, at three of their locations, one in Traverse City, one in Grand Rapids, and one in Midland. And so I was the featured speaker at the Grand Rapids event, actually not in their office. It was at uh, the downtown market in a beautiful venue in an atrium full of sunlight and plants. And there were, I'm going to guess, between 75 and 100 people that attended, mostly wow. women, um, but certainly executive leadership from Windemuller was there. Uh, and I know a few other men from construction companies were there, too. So it was a fantastic event. Yeah, I mean that. I mean the fact that you uh, were able to draw that large of a crowd for an event like that, um, and of course it's in the middle of the week and everybody's uh, in the construction industry is busy. Busy. So yeah. I mean that, that that speaks to the draw uh, that this uh, topic can have. Um, yeah. So I'll tell you a little bit about what I spoke about because um, I think it's important. So. First, I talked about two of my favorite failures in my own life, and I wanted to lead in with this because as I've done my work in workforce development at ABC, um, what I would consistently hear from our members, our construction employers, whether they were hiring somebody straight out of high school or whether they were hiring out of a college degree program, they were saying to me that young people are scared to fail and they haven't had opportunities to work through making a mistake, problem solving successfully and coming out on the other side of it. And so I just wanted to affirm to the women in the room and the men for that matter that we all fail and they can, those failures can result in such amazing successes. So, so my two favorite personal failures um, are one that I'm a college dropout and two that I was uh, not such a great hairstylist in 2007 when I needed a new job. And so that's when construction <laughs> found me and I'm so grateful for it. Um, I also talked about what it's like being a woman in construction when you're outside of the construction world. And so if I'm at a business meeting like the economic club, or if I'm just, you know, meeting um, a new friend and I say that I work in construction, um, I'm always met with kind of a like shock and awe face. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Really? You do. And I have these opposing feelings about that. So on the one hand, 
I've always loved being a little different. And there's something really great about surprising someone and being rare or interesting, you know? And that's been such a positive experience for me about being a woman in construction. But then conversely, I sometimes feel kind of upset. Like, yeah, a woman can work in construction and we can be a master electrician or we can be a vice president of operations. We can serve any role in the industry. So um, I had a lot of head nodding and affirmations when I talked about that shock and awe (laughs) response that we so often get uh, when we talk about working in construction. And then lastly, you know, I really had um, a call to action. And so what I've noticed about women, and this isn't just in construction, but I would say any industry that um, has been traditionally male-dominated, is that we're still not at the board table, meaning we're still not in executive leadership roles like we need to be. And it's hard to get to the board table, even in nonprofits, because sometimes there's criteria that they want a president or someone in executive leadership to serve on a board of directors for a nonprofit. And I've been in conversations where people will say, I think we need to reduce that criteria. And I I challenged that and said, I think we need to have high standards for people who serve on board of directors. But I think what we need to do internally at our companies is look at the women who are showing that leadership potential and then intentionally move them up the career ladder into executive roles because it doesn't happen on accident. And so that's where I spoke to the male allies in the room and executive leadership at Wyndham Muller and said, okay, your job is to look at the women in your organization and find the ones that are going to be your CEO or your COO or your CFO. And it's time to really move them on that career ladder. So those are my three areas that I spoke about at the event. Yeah, that's great. And elevating those people that are already in the industry is such a great place to start. Um, You mentioned that women are about 10% of um, the industry at this point. Uh, What do you think the biggest barrier is to women entering the construction field? Yeah, you know, this is a a tough one. I think it's a couple of things. One, I can't think of a time in my K-12 experience or growing up experience where I was ever shown this was an opportunity. So if we don't feel like we're going to belong, we're never going to pick it. And that goes across anything, you know, Uh, men in a traditionally female role, you know, it doesn't matter. If you don't belong, you're not going to choose it. And so first and foremost, uh, we need to show up in the school system and in workforce development so that people know that um, women belong in construction. And then uh, because construction has been male dominated for so long and because times are evolving and changing and really over the last couple of decades, you're starting to see um, changing family systems. Sometimes policies can be really a barrier, uh, employee policies. And I'll give a very personal example of um, being in construction and having children. And oftentimes there wasn't a maternity policy even developed in the company that I was in. And so those kinds of things uh, really need to be looked at and um, show at least that there's been intentional thought about how a company can support a family rather than just a person. And I think that is a way that we can really move forward in construction. Right. And that's, it's one of those things where, you know, we always bill ourselves in the marriage shop as being a very close knit family oriented community. Absolutely. And, you know, it's based on, you know, family values and hard work and doing the right thing. And unless, 
unless you include those sorts of policies that, you know, make time for the family, include the family, uh, adopt yeah. to the circumstances that come with having a family, um, you're not necessarily going to get the, the best and the brightest all the time because they're going to be looking for opportunities where they can get those type of benefits. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and one thing I wanted to ask you is because, because we are so member focused here at ABC, because we like to build our communities, we like to build our members up and give them more opportunities, more services, uh, both at the chapter level and across the country. You've been part of this women in construction week now for several years. What would your advice be to a member company in order to promote this week, whether it's just during the week or throughout the year? What kind of events or, or advice would you give to them uh, to promote this notion that we need more women in construction? And, and, and what type of how do you attract uh, women to celebrate this kind of thing, especially going back to the last question we had that it's only made up of 10% of the industry and um, we're not really pushing it in schools as much as we should. Right. Yeah. You know, again, I just want to compliment Wendy Muller for what they decided to do because it wasn't just about Wendy Muller. In fact, it wasn't about them at all. Although Jessica Novak, one of their project managers shared her story too. And she is just a rock star. You know, she's a journey or almost a journey level electrician and a project manager and this amazing woman um, who I know is going to lead that organization one day. So um, reaching across industry, because that's what we're so great at, Jeff, at ABC is that, yeah, we may compete out in the marketplace, but when it comes to an industry initiative, we link arms and that competition um, is what we do out. <laughs> but when we're in together at ABC, you know, we, we come together in such a family way. So I just want to um, echo what you said, because it's so true. And Wendemar was a perfect example of that. Everybody in that room was for from all different kinds of um, member companies, not just Wendemar. So what can we do um, externally to reach more uh, girls and young women this week? Well, I guess, first of all, I think um, if you are a contractor and you are on a bond project at a school, you should be taking every opportunity to engage with that school system and those students that you can. And that goes across the project. But Women in Construction Week is such a great intentional way for that engagement. And so that's when you should have all of the women that work at your organization be in that school. If you're working at an elementary school, ABC Western Michigan has done an audit of uh, construction-focused children's books, and we can tell you which ones actually portray safety well, <laughs> portray diversity well, um, and go into that classroom and ask teachers if you can just read about construction and tell kids about your career pathway. Now, if you're in the higher levels, um, co-teaching is such a great way for us to celebrate the women in the industry, um, show girls in the classroom that, hey, there are women in careers that focus on math, on science, on engineering, on communications, on art, because um, those are all alive and well in construction. And so pair up with the teacher, learn what they're teaching in the classroom, and then make it relevant by applying it to construction, especially if you have a bond project going on, because you can make it real because students are watching it every single day. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I mean, and the ideas you just gave are something that, you know, when you when you walk us through it, it, it almost makes perfect sense. It's almost it's almost like, yeah, we're on the product. Why wouldn't you engage while you're there? You know, two birds, one stone kind of approach. Um, but but you just for some reason, it's uh, 
you know, especially right now in our industry, everybody's so busy. It's more Absolutely. about getting the work done and do it at safe and quality work. And it, it, you, you forget that you got to prepare for the future as well. There's that next generation that needs to come up. And, uh, those are all great ideas. I really appreciate you uh, sharing them with us and taking the time uh, to be with us today. And uh, thank you for everything you've done and, and continue to do and uh, look forward to working with you in the future. Yeah, back at you guys. Thanks so much for thinking about uh, just talking about Women in Construction Week. That is a great way for us to get the, the good word out. So thanks very much. All right. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Jen. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Well, you heard it first. We're, we're doing our part to promote Women in Construction Week, and you can do your part by subscribing to our podcast. We are the Merit Shop Pod presented by ABC of Michigan. We can be found on all platforms. We are on Spotify, we are on SoundCloud, and we are on Apple uh, Podcasts as well. You can also find us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are at ABC Michigan. That's going to wrap things up for us today. Brianna, thank you for joining me in studio. It has been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And we will be back in the coming weeks with yet another interview with somebody in the industry or somebody shaping the industry here on the Merit Shop Pod. So until next time, this is Jeff Wiggins, State Director of the Associated Builders and Contractors of Michigan saying, be well, my friends. <laughs>